Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Multiple Miracle by Liz Sweeney. Bye! The words rang out in the clear night air and followed the station wagon across the silent campus. Mrs. Grant turned the car toward the exit and everyone inside settled back for a long ride home. "'Wish we could have seen the end of the basketball game,' said Dawn, curling up in the back part of the wagon and pillowing her head on her arms. "'Right,' agreed Suzanne. "'But it was great to see Sis anyway and go to the junior-senior benefit program. It was really good.' In the front seat beside Suzanne, Gordon Chambers sat wide awake but lost in thought. He was remembering the good time he had had with his brother that day. It had been nice, he reflected, to have Mrs. Grant take him along with her two daughters on their trip to East Ridge Academy. A gentle rain spattered the windshield as Mrs. Grant piloted the car along in the darkness. Occasionally, there would be a splat as the car hit a puddle, but inside there was a sleepy silence. After a while, Mrs. Grant spoke. Gordon, would you mind taking the wheel for a while? I'm getting awfully sleepy. She rubbed one eye with the back of her hand. "'Sure, Mrs. Grant, be glad to.' Gordon sat up straighter and prepared to exchange places with her. Soon he was behind the wheel. Mrs. Grant was in the middle, and Suzanne was settled next to the door. "'Gordon, just one request,' said Mrs. Grant as they pulled away from the shoulder. "'It's pretty slippery, and every time we hit a puddle it seems to pull the car to the right. So please keep the speed down to forty-five miles per hour.' Gordon nodded assent, and on they went into the blackness. As he drove, he noticed that the roads worsened and the shoulder became non-existent. But he wasn't worried. He'd driven in worse weather and on a lot worse roads. Then it happened. The car swerved off the road, its right wheels dropping down off the pavement. Gordon fought desperately, but it was no use. The mud along the highway's edge was slippery, and the harder he tried to turn the car back onto the highway, the more they slid. Gordon's mind reeled. He tried to step on the brake but the pedal seemed to be moving away from him. Then an unknown mass loomed in front of them. Oh! they all exclaimed as they just missed it and sailed through the air. They were to learn later that they were airborne for twenty feet and that the ditch into which they slid was thirty feet deep. There was a sickening thud as the car landed. For a few seconds, shock held them all in its grip. Then Gordon looked around him. How in the world did I get back here with you? he asked Dawn as he saw that he was in the rear of the station wagon. She sat up, befuddled with sleep. Search me. What I'd like to know is, how did we get upside down? Gordon gave a start. It was true. They were sitting on the inside of the roof of the car. He looked up. Mrs. Grant was at the front of the car with Suzanne. Blood was running down her face from a cut above her eye. "'Are you two all right?' she asked in a dazed way. "'Suzanne seems to be okay.' "'We're okay, too,' Gordon assured her. "'What do we do now?' asked Dawn. "'Well, I'd say the smart thing to do would be to get out of this car,' said Mrs. Grant. "'Hear the water rushing around us? We're upside down in water.' Dawn shoved open a side door a crack, only to have water come pouring in. She struggled to close the door. "'Oh, no, Don, don't shut the door!' exclaimed Mrs. Grant. "'It's our only way out. These doors up front won't open at all.' Gordon scooted over to the door and vented every ounce of his energy against the angry currents outside that threatened to seal them in the car. He finally managed to force the door open and shove Don out. 
The water tugged at her with strong arms. Hang on, Don, yelled Gordon frantically. Hang on to the door handle. Dawn hung on with all her might while she worked her way around the front of the car to safety. Behind her, Gordon reached out to help Mrs. Grant and Suzanne, who were struggling to get out of the car. Hurry, Suzanne, ordered her mother. The car's filling with water, and fast! Several frantic moments followed as the three made their escape from the car and clawed their way up the bank. Car lights, exclaimed Mrs. Grant. Quick, kids, get up the bank and flag that car down. Gordon was suddenly aware that they had met very few cars that evening and that this might be their last chance to get help. Fear lent speed to his legs and arms. He reached the edge of the highway just as the car approached, its headlights shining brightly through the darkness. Stop! Stop! The group waved their arms in wide circles as the car bore down upon them. And joy of joys, the car slowed down and stopped. It was a strange sight that met the gaze of the driver as he climbed from his car. Four muddy figures stood beside the road, two young girls wet and bedraggled, a shivering boy, and a shoeless woman with blood still trickling down her face. Gordon squinted back at their rescuer through blurry eyes. His glasses had been lost. On the way to town, the whole story came out. The stranger gasped as he realized the full impact of the accident through which the group had just passed. So did the sheriff when he was told about it. Folks, he said, I've got to take the driver back to the scene to fill in the details. Gordon wearily plodded after the sheriff while the rest of the group were provided with warm blankets. Thank you so much, said Mrs. Grant. We had our coats off in the car because of the heater, and I guess they were swept away. Where are your purse and glasses, Mom? asked Don worriedly. Her mother frowned. They got lost, too, she admitted ruefully. With your paycheck and everything? cried Suzanne. I'm afraid so, dear. Soon Gordon and the sheriff returned. The sheriff was shaking his head. You're mighty lucky, ma'am, he said in wonderment. You should all still be in that car. The next day the group returned to the scene of the accident and stared at their ruined car. If we had landed just a few feet closer to the highway, we would have been in water at least twenty feet deep, murmured Mrs. Grant. And we just missed that huge rock pile, shivered Dawn. Think what might have happened to us on that. Mrs. Grant was inside the car, rummaging through the mud. My glasses, she said, her eyes shining, and my purse. She dug through it rapidly. Everything's here, and there's no water damage. Look, even our coats, Suzanne held them up. But they're ruined. Mrs. Grant gave her verdict as she surveyed the mud-coated objects. They'll never look nice again. Several days later, Mrs. Grant finished washing and drying the coats. I can't believe it, girls, she exclaimed. They're as good as new. Everyone stared with disbelief. But it was true. Even Dawn's white-trimmed coat looked as beautiful as it had the day she bought it. God certainly performed a miracle for us, stated Dawn firmly. Not just one miracle, dear, said her mother thoughtfully. Many small ones— Everything from saving our lives to helping the trim on your winter coat come clean. And they were all silent, pondering again God's wonderful love and care for His children. The story you have heard today is from God's Greatest Stories, written by various authors and compiled by Randy Fischel, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. 
If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.